Okay, welcome guys and gals, gals and guys, welcome to my show. Um, this podcast episode is going to be a little bit different. Um, I've invited a friend to join me. He's been giving me a lot of insight in terms of the human psyche, the ego states, uh, psychoanalysis, things of that nature, and ex- exposing me to um, an educational world, an educational side of things that I haven't been exposed to yet. Jay Millie, baby! <laughs> so, this, so this is Josh <laughs> joining us to, to um, help me shake things up a little bit on this episode. So instead of it being just like a one-way, what I'm thinking in my mind is going to be more of a conversation between him and I because I feel like he has really opened some doors for me and really helped me to process some things. I would love to share those tidbits with you guys. Uh, yeah, so I'm Josh. Uh, and all I can really say is, like, uh, it's not really, uh, like, all the all the, all the the thanks and everything that she's given really just goes out to God, man. Like, because uh, everything that I give out is uh, everything that I see. And uh, I try to stay focused on God and my eyes on him, you know, the eyes on the prize. So, you know, uh, and that's kind of how that goes. You know, I'm just jacked on Jesus. You know what I mean? <laughs> Uh, you know, juice for Jesus, baby. Uh, it's actually a cool thing, you know. Uh, and we're going to talk about that, man. We're going to talk about how uh, revolutionary, uh, you know, Jesus uh, can actually be in your life. Um, you know. So yeah, let's talk about let's talk about triggers. Let's. Uh, yeah. Let's, so let's, I was going to ask this, like, uh, let, let's let's clarify what kind of uh, literal triggers are are you talking about? Because I know that. Uh, before this, we we had like a little pre, like a preamble, like a little uh, warm up conversation, and uh, you know the triggers uh, that that I believe that are important were were slightly different than the triggers that you were actually talking about. So uh, get, let's uh, let's both clarify our triggers. Uh, I'll, I'll I'll let you go first. So. Okay, yeah. When when I'm referring to triggers, I'm referring to those moments where my CPTSD kind of takes over. And I freeze, and I can't. And I can't speak um, mentally. I feel like I I go to another place. Like I don't hallucinate that I'm in another place, but mentally, like my brain is in another place. Like I can't talk. Um, It always starts from a place of panic. Um, Like the most recent one was a nightmare that I woke up from, where I felt like I couldn't breathe, and I felt like I was back in my suicide attempt. Felt like I was back in the hospital, and that started a pan panic inside of me. Like a vicious panic circle, and yeah, so that so that so let me say so it doesn't sound like we're talking about triggers there. Now we're talking about reactions, but but you're 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 talking about stopping yourself, like prevention from getting of, to where I can't of, function. Yeah, yeah okay. I want to be able to so, operate in society. Like you know, I don't want to be triggered. I want to be able to touch guns again. I want to be able to. So let's look at it. Let's 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 look at it in 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 a, in a broad sense first. And then we'll break it down into a small sense and, uh, you know, and, and look at it as life application in both views. Uh, and then we'll ask ourselves, so what, like at the end. You know what I mean? Like, so what? What does any of this really matter? You know what I mean? Yes. Um, no, that works. That's like, uh, so when I say, like, the hey you, that's also, like, giving power to it. Like, yes, that happened. Hey you. Yeah, that happened. I remember that. So what? So what is another hey you for me? Like, yeah, that happened. And? Yeah. And, like, okay, and, and what now? Like, you're still here, you know, like, things are still okay. And being able to snap yourself out of that moment is important. But also, I have a little secret. I've used mushrooms. 
since the last time <laughs> that I and I actually went on a trip. Like I've always said, I want to go on a trip. I want to pack my bags and go somewhere. And this time I did. Um, I'm not gonna lie, it was a little scary, but I am so proud of myself because I was able in those moments to like the whole trip felt like a struggle. Like felt like I was right on the edge of a PTSD attack or a panic attack. Like the feeling was very similar. I did a lot of crying. Like I looked horrible the next day. Like I was, it was. I'm not talking about like I shed some tears. I'm talking yeah. about like bubble bursting, yeah. nose yeah. like sobbing on the floor. Save me, wailing, bawling is what I yeah. did. Yeah, when I saw when I saw you, when I saw when I, when you sent me the picture and I saw you, I was like, I was like, damn. If I've ever seen a picture perfect uh, uh, definition of a metaphor of you know swollen from cry, crying and sobbing. Uh, that picture was was it, man. Like well, that was. Maybe if I uh, ever get the courage, I'll make I'll put that up as a, as like cover art. How swollen I was from crying the night before. Yeah, and then we're done with the series. You gotta let me paint all over it and then put it back up. <laughs> show that that show that that, that shit can't hold you down. It don't matter. But let me tell you, okay, like two days after the trip, I so saw yeah, everything in a different light. You should might as well get yourself prepared because we'll go for round two when you get back this weekend from this weekend. <laughs> yeah, after some after yeah, <laughs> yeah. You got once you go farming or whatever, and then we'll we'll go for round two. We'll have a good time. <laughs> so yeah, um, I don't know. I I don't know if my journey. But next time you go with Dr. Josh. <laughs> yeah, so and, and for those who are not aware, I did trip alone. And I was told by a lot of people not to because. Well, I don't see anything bad in that, really. Like, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a internal, you're making it an internal experience, which the only way, the only way to allow things to burst out, you know, you have to go and look internally first. Like, if your faucet's leaking and it's clogged or whatever, it's clogged. Where do you have to go? You have to go to the internal piping first. You know what I mean? So that all the rest of the plumbing flows right, you know? So you have to go to find out where everything stopped up at, you know? So I think that you did it right. My, my first trip was alone, you know, uh, on, uh, I think, three uh, three tabs of LSD, <laughs> you know? I did it all by myself. Um, and uh, it was horrible, <laughs> you know what I mean? But it was, it was horrible, but uh, it was one of the – best horribles I've ever experienced, you know, uh, so, you know, you can't really, you know, because in, in all of the truth, you're still sitting here, ain't you? Yes, and not only am I still sitting here, but I am so happy that I did trip, because what it did is it opened up the door to what we're going to talk about in more depth today with the ego states, because while I was in that yeah. state of tripping, like, I, I could very much so identify how there were two separate Tiffany's. Like, there's a child, Tiffany, and that was what I was, all the tears and all the pain and all the hurt was coming from. And then there was, like, a parent, Tiffany, that was that would say, hey, you, like, if you're okay, like, you're on mushrooms, like, yeah, that happened. I remember that. And so, and it's like you just said, like, the so what. And it really opened up for me to be able to look at things from an outside, from a different perspective, not only for myself, but all situations in life for other people too to think of that how they all have their own ego states and they have their own places of coming from yeah and it helps me to be more empathetic so have so we have we just told them to find the ego states to me i don't know no we have not so okay. i reached out to when i told josh about my trip he started talking about the ego states 
and I wanted to know more, so he gave me a book that he has, and we're going to talk about that book. It's called Games People Play by Eric, what was the last name? Burns. Burns, I think. I'm going to make it to cover art, and you'll be able to see it. Um, it's from the 60s. This is not new. This is not new information that I'm talking about. Oh, it's, yeah. it's just new to me. Um, so everybody who's out there who's trying to fix themselves through processing but without, you know, maybe being going to a therapist because they don't trust therapists or don't have the time to find a, one that they have a good relationship with, it's been really eye-opening for me to actually, like, read the literature that the therapists read, you know, or to cool. see it from their perspective at least. And what's, and what's really awesome is it, go, it goes along with the, the theme of, you know, pouring yourself out, you know, uh, to, to other people. Uh, and uh, and to get rid of that bad stuff, and it, it goes along with uh, the theme of you know uh, uh, increase decrease, you know uh, you know uh, he must increase, I must decrease, or you know whatever it is that you give your powers, you must increase, you must decrease, you know. Um, but yeah, so it's you know it's pretty. I think it's I think it's pretty awesome because it, when you first start off uh, analyzing with the book, you're analyzing other people. Or you're analyzing yourself, but you're, you start off by analyzing other people. You see, oh, I can see that there, they're there. And by doing that, then you start seeing the same shit because by analyzing their interactions, it's either A, typically your interaction with them, or their interaction closely, you see them, you know, so you're, you have a participation in the interaction because you're there no matter what. Uh, and so you're able to analyze it from that perspective, like you're involved, you know, and so, and as you see that you're involved, you start to see your actions slightly, and then you start to take a deeper look naturally, and you can start seeing uh, your games that you play. And that's really the key thing, you know, because... So, yeah, where these games came into play was, like, I, I had a weak moment um, earlier this week. I've been depressed a lot where I reached out to my ex, and I was, you know, I felt the need to connect with him and to jab at him and to throw text messages his way and to... I wanted to know why do I feel this need? Like why, if I don't want to be with this man, if I'm trying to move on with my life, why do I reach out for him? And that was a pivotal question for me that I I called you about, um, and you well, had some good explanations. And what caused so what caused the what caused the lash out? Was there any like pre, like preemptive thing that happened? Did, it's he, just, did he write you or no? It's just been me sitting in depression. Um, and, and feeling in, in, in anger. Okay. Like, I got so, the, the, everything turned to anger. I was so mad at him, and I wanted that attention from him. I wanted him to know how angry I was. I wanted to feel validated. I wanted to feel answers. I wanted to hear from him, and it's ridiculous because he can't give me what I want. Yeah. No, and that's. In all honesty, yeah, that's the truth. There's no way that you're going to get anything that you want uh, there. I mean, well, you know, let's be honest. You will, you get, will get what you want, but uh, on your, on the flip coin of that, uh, you don't. If you go that route, you don't realize what it is that you're wanting. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. The because, whole time I was wondering, why am I doing this? Like, as I was texting him, I'm even like, what am I hoping to accomplish this? He's not going to give me the answers I want to hear. Like, we're just going to fight. Like, I'm not going to get what I'm looking for, so why am I doing this? I don't even want it. Uh, this is comfortable. <laughs> this is cool. I'm doing a podcast from laying down inside a car. Uh, so, um, I think that, that there, though, that there, though, is, 
is I think that there though is should be your your trigger. That should be that should be the moment. That's one of those trigger thoughts. You know what I mean? Like if you're if you're literally asking yourself That's like, me seeing the blind like, spot. You know what I mean? right? Like why no, that's if you're asking yourself out loud, that's not a blind spot, that's a fucking stop sign. Right. You that's what I mean? but, right. And, and if that's if that's the sign that you're missing, if you're pushing past that that clear or that's what I call uh like like you know, spirits, you know, spirit swipes. Like they the dude swiping it to try and get your attention. You know? And he's saying, Hey, hold up a second, man like just like someone kinda of waving at you if you're walking off the path. And uh if you're pushing past that then you then whatever else you got after that, that's on you. And until you accept that uh, until until you accept that hard truth, then uh and you know and, 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 and find some way to forgive yourself for uh, going that way for so long that you program yourself to think in that manner, and then have the strength to change uh, perception uh, and let go of that thinking, and and realize that uh, you know, hey, maybe when I feel my gut talking, you know, I should listen to it, and that's just going to be a small step because then the step after that is going to be not trusting in your gut. But beginning to see the things that actually trigger you, you know. So you're you're working on triggers that come after triggers. Yeah. You know. So we want to get we want to get you to all the way where you know you're not even thinking about triggers. So in the moment that I was in the moment that I was texting him, right? Like I knew that I didn't want to be. I was asking myself like what I was what he could give me that I wanted. Like did I want him to come home? No. Could he give me the answers? No. So that to me, but I couldn't understand why I couldn't stop, like okay, why so I couldn't here. remove myself from the situation until oh, oh, sorry. until you gave me that book, okay? And then looking at the book, I saw the one game. If it only so, okay. if it weren't for you, so let's that take, one. Let's stop it here because you just brought up a situation, so yeah. we can look at this as a game, right? Uh huh. So I was definitely game. playing a game. So yeah. So here's the situation, right? Um, you called him. You wanted him to come home, or he called you. Oh. Is that what you said? No, I texted him wanting to argue, like wanting answers about no, why he did this said, thing. Said, I, I asked myself, what is the end result I want? Like, do no, I want no, him to come home? Ago, you said he called him or said he texted him? No, I texted him. Okay, so so you text him because uh, you wanted to argue, okay? Mm-hmm. So you were reaching – so here's the situation. You text him because you wanted to argue, right? So there's the situation right there, okay? Yep. Yep. So now let's look at it in this manner, right? You're coming at it already from a uh, childish ego yes. state, okay? Yes. Uh, and and he obviously, uh, we don't know what kind of ego state he's coming at because you're you're texting him, you know, uh, so you're waiting for his response. But coming in that child ego state, what do you think? What kind of statement is this child trying to make with his uh, projection of uh, of of anger? You know what I mean, like. Like, what do you think a child, like, to so me, it felt like, like so asking one of your for children from my mom. Uh, starts yelling at you out of nowhere. Yeah. Like, it, to know? me, it was like wanting attention from my mother. Like, look at me, pay attention to me, love me, or my father. You know, like, it was that, that child seeking attention, whether positive right. or negative. Pay attention to me. Yeah, let's get some skin to skin time, man. Right? Yeah. You know? So, and I think that, and I, I, so I think that, uh, I think in that, now, now you have now you have like the the root of the problem, like because now 
one of two things has to happen, you know, because you've acted with these childish intentions with, uh, without looking at uh, a proper way. Because what the adult would have done was, was, felt, was, was felt the feeling, right, and then adjusted properly to what he thought about the feeling, right? So because you – and this is, and this is, this is the stage we'll step to next. Because now we can identify the feeling. But now let's I adjust to how we think about the feeling, right? So since you text him wanting to argue, uh, you know, what does that say about you? Like, right. I mean, use an I am statement, right? Since you text him wanting to argue, I am. I am seeking attention. I am, okay. I am playing a game. I am. And since you're playing a game and seeking attention, I am a child. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. In a child, in a child being an adult, if you're supposed to be being an adult and being mature and not seeking attention, then I am. I don't know what you want me to bad, say. Bad, good. No, well, I don't think of it as bad or good. It, Are you it, doing wrong? No, I. Well, I mean, it's not. I'm not doing good, but I wouldn't say I'm doing wrong. I'm. I'm a. I mean, it is wrong to reach out and upset him, like, at work or something. Were you reaching like, out or were you attacking? I did not attack. Like, well, maybe yeah. maybe but, I did. Yeah, I mean, like, well, there were there were definitely yeah, some, yeah. There was it was cross. Like, there was some, yeah. like, hey, this sucks, but I'm so sad and trying to process. Some was real. So if there is some attack, then it basically is all an attack. Because the preemptive, the preemptive thought is, okay, I'm going to be able to lay some bullshit in and be a dick. Uh, but still kind of be nice about it. You know what I mean? There's premeditative thoughts there, or else you wouldn't have went into in such a long text, because let's face it, who likes texting that long? Right. You know? Um, and so, but here's the thing is, but that doesn't, but, but the thing is, 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 is then if you're, if you're, if you're bad or if you're doing wrong, if you're falling off track, right, and you're getting upset with yourself, because that's really what's happening, right, mm-hmm. yeah. is that, you're getting upset with yourself for some form or fashion, right? And then that's creating a tension in you, right? There's a tension now building inside of you, and that tension needs release. Well, you can't identify why it is that you're getting the tension, so now you don't know how to release it because how can you uh, fix something that you can't identify, right? And so then next thing you know, you start to have these panic attacks, right, or these moments where you kind of um, – start to, uh, you know, mirror uh, past uh, interactions and feelings, you know what I mean? Like my body uh, takes over and goes yeah. into fight-or-flight mode, it goes into coping mechanisms that are already, like, pre-lined underneath. Like, I don't know, yeah. like, I react, and then I'm like, why am I reacting this way? Like, why am trans- I being like this? A transference, a transference of emotional reaction, you know what I mean? Uh, and so, you know... The only way now is to just say, okay, look, you know, okay, I'm acting like a child here. And not even play. Yeah. And I see that I'm now. Acting, I'm acting like a child. And, 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 and it's me that's doing wrong here because before there was ever a, a text sent, there wasn't even any communication. Well, right? there was and, another scenario that played into this but, the night before that was communication. Fine, but, but, yeah. but that's gone and that's over with. Right? Yes, it, well, it, it didn't have anything to do with him. Yeah. I brought it to yeah. his this door. Is, yeah. This is hours later. Mm-hmm. You know yes. what I mean? Yes. Uh, mm-hmm. and, so, and so the thing is, uh, we don't know how he was feeling between that time. Mm-hmm. And the sad thing is, is it doesn't matter because it doesn't affect us, right? 
So uh, the fact that someone that you were allowing to affect you and cause you turmoil, anxiety, um, anger, time, obviously that's the real thing that he's stealing is time, you know, away from yourself, away from uh, your kids. But it was me that did it. It was me that was stealing the time. It was me that was wasting. Yeah, yeah, because you're giving – you're you're giving him power and control. You're letting him reign in your head. Absolutely. You and and when all this happened earlier in the week, before I had the book from you, I couldn't understand why. But after you and I talked about it, I'm in a much better, like, some things have happened since, and I haven't even felt the need to reach out to him. I'm like, okay, so, whatever. So, so here's the game. And so we've made it. So we've made it to the point to where now we can identify the game, right? Because what's going on when the child uh, lashes out, right, it's saying – uh, you know, the, the the thing that it's saying is, uh, you know, pay attention to me. Mm-hmm. But when you pay attention to it, you know, uh, it lashes out. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's a cycle that it's a cycle that it's kind of created. You know what I mean? Like, but I can also see, like, from the book you gave me, like, a big cycle that I was caught in in my marriage was the whole if if it only weren't for you kind of situation because yeah. I would I would all the time be like, okay, so I have these babies. If only it weren't for you. You know, yeah. like we could go do things if only it weren't for you. Like I would do that to him all the time. Well, and think too, like say, okay, so say say this. Like what if you – so now that you've removed, you've, you, you started thinking differently, right, because of the suicide attempt, mm-hmm. right? And you don't think like if it weren't for you mm-hmm. because now you've become empowered. And, and, and I see and you, where and you, yeah, and you value it was me. your kids, and, mm-hmm. it's, and it's you. You know what I mean? It didn't, it wasn't no longer something that happened to you. It's something that happened for, for you. Yeah. Right? And so now that game has completely ceased. So you can see, like all your fans can see, all your listeners can see, like what happens when something that's so substantial as a continuous game that's played to found a relationship continue a relationship and uh, basically keep a relationship afloat is this game that she was playing of if it weren't for you if it weren't for you if it only weren't for you yeah if it weren't for you i could be this mm-hmm. right and when she realized that it actually wasn't weren't for him and and uh that it was her that was actually holding herself back and she was utilizing the fear by blaming him yes and once she pushed past the fear and she basically accepted her dynamic in it, then it was such a severe shift that the game ended completely. It could no longer be played because a lot of times the only way to exit any of these these uh you know these uh psychological games that that they're 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 uh they're in our unconscious like they're pre-programmed in from the time that we were children. It right. said in the book, like, usually from ages two to seven. By seven years of age, you're already pre-programmed in the games yeah. that you're going to play. Yeah, and what's crazy, okay, so what's crazy is let's let's identify it even further, right? The game that she's playing is if, if, if it weren't for you. Now, when a child plays it weren't for you, it's seeking uh, love and belonging, right? That's what you would hear, you know, a sense of worth, you know, because it says that, you know, it's wanting to be heard. But it's also handing over its power to something that it's never going to get power from. But by me handing over that power, I got to also play the rescuer. 
like I also got to be the rescuer in the drama triangle. Yeah. Be like, well, if it only weren't for you, but don't worry, I'm going to come in and save the situation again because yeah. that's what I have to do if yeah. it only weren't for you. Yeah, because if you if you become the rescuer, then you can immediately become the victim. Yes, I get to be of, both. Yeah, of the of the bully of the bully role uh, of the bully role that you play on yourself, right? And so it's and it's crazy. So so and, and it takes us all the way back to originally what I was talking about. You know, um, it depends on you know you can break all this down because all we're talking about is basically one situation that she had. She texts someone her ex, right? Because she wanted to argue. And we just broke this situation all the way down to the fact that as a child, she didn't have a need for love and belonging. Like, she didn't have that given to her. The need filled. Yeah, yeah the it was not filled. fulfilled. Mm-hmm. And because it was continuously uh, not filled, just like a dog that gets trained by giving a treat, right? But you can train it negatively, too. You can beat dogs, and they become kind of rabid or reactionary, or they become timid, Right? Everything can be trained, right, uh, unconsciously and subconsciously, right? So basically the negative treat, which is what it results to, the negative reinforcement of uh, the, the, the negating of love, love and belonging then caused her to continue to seek it out because she just never had it. It was never fulfilled. It was a tension that was never released inside of her, which means that, it's always going to need to be fixed. So now, as an adult, she continued that on into her relationships, and you'll be able to identify because because here's the thing is that's how that's how fear and the devil work. They're predictable. They can only work in certain parameters because they're not God. They can't create, right? And so they can only work within certain parameters that are set by God, and that's. That's that's the that's the crazy arrogance of the devil's pride, is that he knows that God is God and that he is not, <laughs> and he still continues, right? Right. But and that's and, and and but that comes with you know that's a whole other conversation. But so know. we can talk about God for one second because we okay. gotta wrap this up soon anyway. But for for you, like you have explained to me that the only way that you can have any kind of love that is bigger than yourself or that is not selfish or that is not of selfish gain in the end, but truly love for another is to have love in God or Jesus Christ himself. But we've also clarified that for those who don't believe in God, it doesn't it just has to be something bigger than you. Like it can be the universe or love well, or karma or spirituality or energy or I will you know, here's the thing is I will say this. It can be, yes. I'm not telling you. But. I'm not telling you to be, not believe whatever you want because you can't. Here's the thing, though. Uh, you can believe whatever you want, and the thing that I'm going to add to that is, ultimately, I believe that if spiritually you're seeking something stronger than yourself to give your power to, you will eventually find that the real answer, the the, the truth that will be brought to life. Uh, and you will face and either choose yes or, or choose to walk away from it, is that Jesus Christ and God, the gospel, the truth of the Bible, um, the truth of everything that's taught through that is the thing that will give you the strength, the courage, the ability 
the insight, the guidance, the direction um, uh, to walk through and make it through every struggle because, um, you know, when we are weak, that's, that's when God wants us because he can strengthen us. And through that, God, everyone sees God's glory because when something small, and let's say we just have a, a, a small, like a broken field, and there's nothing here. Like, look at my grandparents' house, right? So just imagine this was just a gramble of field and, and bushes and trees, and there was just one field stone there, right? God sees that as us. We're that one field stone. And then he builds us up into a big, beautiful house. We're just a weak little stone that, that couldn't protect anyone. And now we're a house that uh, uh, that houses a family that's eventually going to go out into other houses and house other families. God wants us weak, you know. Um, because in the strengthening of others, everyone around sees his glory. Just imagine when that wasn't here and everyone watches this house get built. After they're done, they're like, Wow, you know, and that's the that's the glory that God's seeking, the glory of the betterment of the people that He loves, which is everybody, you know, and that's the strength and the power that we're looking for. Well, I mean, it's an interesting statement that you said because in my previous podcast episode, I talked about the seven demons, the demons that will come for you when you cast them out, how they go and get their buddies, and how demons like when you're weak because you're right for the picking, especially after you just cast one out. But Whoa. but that was also the time when I saw God the most, was when I was in those weak moments. Like, if I think about it, that was when I saw all my signs. Well, the th you know, the thing is, is that it doesn't say, what it says is, uh, be careful when you cast out a spirit to fill, uh, to, to not leave the house empty for too long, because the... It'll be that the same spirit that you cast out will go and gather seven friends and return and leave the house more a mess than what it started. Hmm. Um, and so, you know, it's it's what it's saying is is that be sure to in those times to let someone stay in the house, and that person is Jesus Christ. You know, um, and when I say that, what I mean is, you know, uh. Him, like the understanding of him, embody him, replicate him, follow his teachings, listen to his directions, uh, try to walk in his footsteps, you know, replicate him, man, because he lived a good life. The least that you can do is fall short of being nice to somebody, right. you know, what the hell, you know. Okay, so we're going to wrap this up. Um, if you're interested in the different ego states, definitely check out the book, The Games That People Play. Um, it does a really good job of explaining how we all have the parent, the adult, and the child um, in us and how those three ego states make up the whole personality and how we can fluidly change between all three of them at any given time. Um, and it really helps you to understand your interactions with others. And it's helped me gain a sense of empathy that I definitely didn't have before and a perception that I didn't have before. Well, so. uh, yeah, I'm Josh Miller again, and I will uh, we'll post we'll post the emails. I'll post my Facebook. So go ahead. Uh, uh, yeah, my uh, my email is uh, oddesign six seven nine at gmail dot com, and that's o triple d e s i g n six seven nine at gmail dot com, and uh, I'll try to post the Facebook link below the 
below the feed for the uh, for the audio for this. And then I'll make the book cover the art. So if anybody wants to see the book, and my email address is tiffers1185 at gmail.com, tiffers1185 at gmail.com. Let us know what you think about the podcast, man, and uh, if you like the duo here, because we can try to DP this bitch all the time. <laughs> <laughs> all right, everyone. The only yeah. way out is through. Yep, DP it.